the corner of Nirvana Drive and Protea Avenue in Lanasia, Shiraz Auto is so much more than a car dealership. It is cars defined. You're listening to Your World Today. Your World Today. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If you've just joined us, you are listening to Your World Today. My name is Anissa Isak. Um, I'll be keeping you company just until about six this evening, inshallah. Well, we are focusing on Syria and Turkey now where we know the devastating earthquakes, uh, twin earthquakes of uh, two weeks ago almost, um, shuddered the country into total devastation. And then 11 days later, they suffered in another part, another um, two earthquakes as well. And um, we will be talking to S- Sister Masiha Saluji with regards to what's happening in that part or in the part of Syria that she is uh, at and find out a little bit more about what's happening there. We'll also be talking to Morana Mohammed Motala, who is with Al Imdad, or he visited the area with Al Imdad, and um, he will be giving us a feedback with uh, to his time spent there and what he got to see, uh, giving us a little bit of an um, you know an eye-opener into what's happened in that part of the world right now. Um, we do know that um, Molana Habib Bobat from our team here joined the, um, the Jamaatul Ulama South Africa last week and he visited some parts of the affected areas, Syria and Turkey as well, um, to um, assist as well as to give us um, some understanding of the situations that they are facing um, in those parts of the world that have been shaken by this uh, by these earthquakes. And many people, um, you know, we try to understand what it would be like. Um, I live in a block of flats and I sometimes wonder what it would be like if that block, you know, fell on top of us whilst we were sleeping. And it's a horrible thought to have to have, but these people have actually suffered through that. Sister Masiha, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to the show. I mean, it's good to have you and speaking to you after a very, very long time. Um, you've probably, um, uh, you know, experienced the second uh, set of, a uh, second wave, I should say, of earthquakes that um, hit the region again uh, this week, uh, beginning of this week, killing three people and obviously, you know, hundreds more injured during this time. Now, the center of uh, Daphne in Turkey's Hatay province was felt, that was the epicenter, but it was felt in Syria as well. What is the current situation like in Idlib where you are? Uh, So right now, I think there's a lot of fear amongst the people. Um, You know, subhanAllah, it's amazing because you think of the fact that most of the people here in Syria experience years of war. And Mm. uh, you would think that it would be, they'd be sort of desensitized to the idea of of death. Like, subhanAllah, like, um, I, I spoke to so many people and most people tell me the same thing, that... Uh, you know, with war, you know that this is something that, inshallah, uh, you, you, like if you're involved in it, you're killed as a Muslim, you're killed as an oppressed person, and inshallah, you'll be rewarded with an earthquake. You worry that this may be a punishment from Allah, and you, you think, what am I doing wrong? And you, you, you start, start to introspect. So, subhanAllah, I think um, there's, there's been so much of fear. Um, myself, I haven't slept in my house for the last two nights either. 
and and I know people have been sitting in cars in tents if they're able to get to it, in buses. It's just yeah, it's a bit crazy at the moment to be honest. Yes, and and you you are a mother with young children. What do they go through? I mean, it, it's for me. You know, like I was saying, I I was laying in my bed and thinking about this building falling on top of me whilst I'm sleeping, and I have a little my my daughter um, in the flat with me, so I'm thinking about the situation. But you have you're a mother with two young children, I think too. Um, what what do they go through? What are the feelings? What what do they ask? I mean, it must be really difficult as a parent to have to explain this to them. It it, it is um, emotional to deal with. Uh, mm-hmm. The first earthquake, my kids uh, didn't like feel it so much because they had been asleep all the time. We got them out, and they actually woke up and started realizing what was happening. They they didn't like it was already towards the end, so. They saw that time. I feel that they sort of felt it more like an adventure than actually realizing what was happening. Whereas mm-hmm. um, with this one, Subhanallah, um, we were just getting ready for bed, and uh, when it hit, another another um, scary part for me was like with the first one, my husband was at home. With this one, he wasn't here, so uh, I was just by myself with my three, three children. Alhamdulillah, we were all in one room, and I just. You know, uh, when the house started shaking, the cup started falling off the shelves, shelves, and I just said to the kids, get out, get out. And like, I'm not in the same room. We had a door to the external part of the house. And uh, I have like a closed yard, which makes things a lot yes. easier, alhamdulillah, because I didn't have to you know, run for my new my, my father thing. And I just uh, uh, grabbed my daughter. She was asleep, my baby. She's five months old. She was mm. sleeping in her uh, bed. And I just like, lifted her up for the other two, and we, we all ran out. And, and this time, my kids as well, they really felt it. Um, we sat outside um, on a mat, and while we were sitting there, we could still feel the ground shaking. And as we were waiting for it to end, my son said to me, uh, Umi, what do we do if the ground just opens underneath us? And, uh, you know, I said to him, like, there's nothing we can do, you know. This is from Allah. If, if, yes. if Allah mm-hmm. wants something to happen, it's going to happen. Whether we like it or we don't like it, we just have to hope that if it happens for us then it's good for us inshallah uh, so it's, it's emotional to deal with um, yes. because, uh, I feel uh, if, you, if you instill in your children that realization that at the end of the day Allah loves us and Allah only gives us what's good for us when it's good for mm. us it's healthy mm. so it's, it's scary like even uh, my son the next day um, well, we went into the house for a little while to like uh, make food and stuff and while we were busy he just like ran for the door and I asked him what you're doing and he said I think there's another earthquake I'm like there's no earthquake it's okay you know uh, so yeah I, I don't know how long it's been with children but uh, alhamdulillah inshallah you know trying to get through it with reminders yes. and advice Absolutely. I think um, you're quite right, you know, letting children know. And, and, and you know, for, like I said, you know, and, and you've mentioned it as well, we, we don't realize, but sometimes these teaching moments, even though they're difficult moments, Allah sends them to us and they can be blessings. Um, you know, for your children, this would be memories that they won't ever forget. But at the same time, you've taught them that um, these these very essential lessons about Islam, um, most of us don't get that kind of, uh, you know, to, to make them realize 
the will of Allah and when Allah says be it will be and why it's so important for us to understand that but with your children and for children who experience such things such calamity they see it and they understand it and I think they accept it easier than somebody who hasn't really gone through that so alhamdulillah um, you know like you said um, you've given them a very good lesson now I'm sure there are many people displaced right now and their situations are rather dire. Tell us a little bit about what's happening and how are these people being helped if they are getting help at all? Uh, so, Alhamdulillah, um, there's been uh, some, the borders have opened up after the first week. Uh, it was very tough the first week after the major earthquake because yes. um, we, you know, like we're already dealing with people who don't have much more than the basic necessities. So when mm. they lost even that, it's really difficult to help with anything more. Uh, it reached to a point where um, we were searching for tent mattresses and blankets and we couldn't find any more even for sale uh, in these areas. So um, uh, the, we sent out an announcement to the different areas saying that you know whoever has any additional things in their homes that they don't need if they're willing to give it to the earthquake victims please like like uh, we may drop off points in the different areas the the people who are um, in charge of the massages in these areas they also uh, sent out uh, representatives to each masjid to uh, like make announcements from the masjid loudspeaker saying please if anyone has any extra things and mashallah in this way there was such a big help people bringing extra mattresses that they had, extra blankets that they had. So this would make a huge difference. And then, um, alhamdulillah, like after the borders opened, things eased up a bit. We saw trucks coming in with mattresses and uh, uh, alhamdulillah, like, like that, that really helped. Uh, in terms of tents, right, right now, this is the main uh, thing people need because uh, even the people who still have houses, most of them have cracks in their houses and mm. they've had engineers go around in the different villages assessing the damage. Um, so a lot of houses have been declared unsafe to live in. So uh, people are still living in it but worrying, you know, not, they don't plan to live in it permanently because they don't know what the long-term uh, uh, solution would be for their house. Even my own house has cracked in but so I'm fine but uh, I, I know like a sister down the road um, she she has tears and, and they said to her don't go up don't don't even go up the stairs like the the the, the cracks that's indicated on the like like the, the the thing that holds up the stairs is, is yes. really bad and the only thing is holding the weight so it's it's quite tough at the moment we're just trying to get intense inshallah um, there's been a local supplier which was found just before the borders opened but they don't have a lot. So we purchased what they had and started distributing it. But now, now we're waiting for to find out if they can send in more from Turkey, inshallah, in order to um, make it easier. What we thought inshallah. about setting up is um, making one, like you have like quite large tents, like six by four meters, which in emergency situations can house like uh, five or six women with their kids. So we mm. thought of setting up mm. in each area two or four tents, like, um, you know, each uh, one for the men, one for the women, and, and just getting uh, everyone to go there if, if something is needed, like in an emergency situation. A more communal setting. Like emergency protocol. 
Yes, yes. And this is just a, a, a emergency thing. There's so people, families who need a house basically to live in. So uh, yes. that's priority right now. Mm-hmm. And the weather isn't playing the game either because it's very cold at the moment as well. Gee, subhanAllah, it, um, uh, after the first earthquake, it rained the first day and then it was nice and sunny for a few days. And then subhanAllah, the, the, the night, the second earthquake happened. We, my, my, my kids and I, we went outside uh, into the yard and we took our mattresses and blankets. And uh, then a few other families told me they come in over to mine. They, they can't stay in their houses. But I said, yeah, sure. So we were like four families. And then the brother said, okay, if, you're, if four families can come and set up a tent. And they came to set up a tent and it started raining that night. So subhanAllah, it, it, it wasn't easy for people who, who um, didn't have any sort of shelter, mm. especially mm-hmm. that, that first night after the season. Every single time that they see uh, the massive earth, which happened even the first day in the it happened at Fajr and uh, like before Fajr, then it happened again at Dohar and both times it was raining very badly and again this time subhanallah may Allah make it easy. Amin, Amin. So, you know, in all of this, um, it may seem, you know, like there's, uh, there's just this gray cloud hanging over everything, but Allah always sends some positive message or story through. Is there anything that you could share with us from all of this that you've been going through? For me, I think my positive take from your story right now is how people who have so little will share during a time of, of need um you know they come together and 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 they're there to support one another and i'm i'm always um you know sort of like gobsmacked when i see this because um here we'll say the poor help the poor but for you it's uh, the people that are most oppressed right now are the ones that are standing up and saying i'm here you can hang on to me Beacons from the Ummah that I see, not only in Syria, but even across the world, subhanAllah, the amount mm-hmm. of people who have reached out and said, please, just can help, may Allah reward them, may Allah reward um, every single person um, by alleviating their difficulties as they try to alleviate the difficulties of the people here. But another thing um, that really, uh, there's two things actually. One was uh, what uh, an Abghani writer wrote, um, uh, saying black tidings to the people of Sham. Allah speaks in the Quran about uh, saying, I'm happy with you, I'm happy with you, I'm happy with you, I'm happy with you, I'm happy with you. Do you think that you would enter paradise when um, that has not touched you, just touched you? Messed him with the water, and the water, and the water, and the water, and the water, They were afflicted with poverty and hardship, and they were shaken to their core. You know, the same word you for those that are for um, uh, until um, uh, until they and until the the, the messenger knows what he said, where is the help of Allah? Allah barely the help of Allah is here. And he said, you know, you people of Sham, you've been afflicted with the poverty and hardship, and now your face is being shaken to your core. And all that you need is that you ask me the help of Allah, for know that Allah's help is here. So this was one of the really um, inspiring messages I read, and it was nice to see. And another thing is. Um, one of the reflections I had was that, subhanAllah, um, Allah says, perhaps you may dislike something and it is good for you. Perhaps you may love something and it is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Allah knows and He knows. And, and I've seen so much of khayr, really, that came from this, not just in terms of the unity, it's the good people who haven't spoken to each other for months. 
uh, uh, reaching out, asking each other, how can we help you, what can we do to make you feel in one way. And another thing is, I feel like up until the earthquake happened in the month preceding it, there's been such a, a staggering uh, lack of aid coming into Sham to the extent that even like, uh, you know, I, 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 we run a school and we run a, a, a soup kitchen and we've, we've actually said, subhanAllah, if we don't raise funds for these two things within, within the next um, uh, few months, we might have to close it down because we can't sustain it. And, and, and subhanAllah, like the amount of people who, who, who reached out and said, just tell us what you need, how we can help. After this, it was like, it was almost like Allah is saying to people, you know, don't forget the people of Sham, don't forget yes. to support them. They still need your help after all of that. So, so yeah, like, um, you know, yes, it was difficult. It was, it was a tough experience. It was, um, it was really devastating for people who lost others. But you take comfort in the fact that, inshallah, those who left, they martyred, inshallah, those who are uh, so in the world, that Allah will give them a brighter future, inshallah. Ameen. Inshallah. Ameen. Jazakallah khair for your time. We've run out of time. And, um, you know, it's uh, listening to you talk about your experience right now has brought me to tears because I wish there was more that we could do as Muslim sisters and brothers here in South Africa and I know that South Africans do give a lot towards the different um, you know needs of the Syrian people particularly as they have been going through this 12 year war and now these calamities that you face but inshallah like you said um, you know Allah may, is the only one who knows what's in store and let's hope that what he brings forth now is just goodness and blessings for the people of Sham and for people of Turkey and for all the people of the world inshallah shukran for your time much appreciated well that takes us to our news headlines at 5 30 and when we come back we'll be talking to molana muhammad mutala